Welcome to the Micro Niche Mastery Podcast, where we help you establish yourself in the perfect micro niche so you will get noticed and grow your business faster. And now your host. He watched the first season of the Squid Game Netflix show twice and found 12 hidden gems of business advice in it. Zeb Ravid. Hello and welcome to the Micro Niche Mastery Podcast. Hi, I'm Ziv Raviv and today I have the privilege of interviewing Jono Petrohilos. I hope I spell it correctly. Hi, Jono. Ziv, how are you? I'm impressed. Are you, are you Greek? How did you get that, that <laughs> name so, so well? <laughs> I practiced. But uh, Jono, let me introduce yourself properly. So Jono is the co-founder and director at Fitness Education Online which is one of the largest providers of professional development courses for fitness professionals in Australia. He's also an international speaker, best-selling author, podcast host, and the winner of the Australian Fitness Educator of the Year, which I have to ask, like, what is that competition all about? How do you actually, like, how, how can you actually win that? Yes, good question. So there's a, um, a governing body here in Australia, Fitness Australia, right? Now, if you have a like a course that fitness trainers take, usually you get that registered with Fitness Australia as like an, an accreditation kind of thing, right? And then every year they have awards at Fitness Australia. You know, the personal trainer of the year, the group fitness instructor of the year, the gym of the year. One of the awards is the fitness educator of the year. And it's done by first a nomination process. So they'll send an email out to all the trainers and they're like, you know, hey, you know, nominate your the course that you did that you thought was the best or the educator that you thought was the best. If you get a nomination, there's an application that goes through. So I got an email from Fitness Australia that said, hey, Jono, you know, you've been nominated for this award here. You know, fill out this documentation here. Filled out the documentation, usual kind of questions. Who are you? What do you do? Why do you do it? All that sort of stuff there. It then goes into a finalist. And then, yeah, there was four or five different educators. And there's a panel of judges, experts, who pick the best educator out of those those finalists. Wait, so like, this is a real deal. This is not something that is easy to get. But I want to ask you, like, I want to hear the origin story of your business because you chose to not sell directly to the end consumers, like the people that are out there that want to become more fit. You decided to work with specifically the fitness professionals and even uh, specifically teach them online. So tell me a little bit about how did, what were you thinking about when it was just like an idea? Yes. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> Let me think out of some, how long do you want me to spend till on this story? Because this could be anywhere <laughs> from five minutes to 20 Let's minutes. Let's start with the five one. Five. Awesome. All right. Cool. So simplified version, I used to be a boot camp instructor. Okay. So I used to run a boot camp out in the park and run a business that way there. I worked at a franchise. There were like 75 different locations at this franchise and you were ranked how good you were, right? Based on how many of your clients would come back, your retention. Number one means you were the best. Number 75 means you were the worst. Take a guess what I was ranked, Ziv, when starting off. This story will only work if you are the best, right? Well, but just to start oh. off with, I was the worst. Wow. I was 75, all right? I was the worst, but I loved what I did. And I was like, well, you know, if I don't get better, I'm going to get booted out of a job, you know? So I got to get better. And I was like, well, what can I do to get better? Well, 
let me do some courses. Let me do some upskilling courses, right? And I went and did a, you know, a course on how to run a better bootcamp. And it was good. You know, I did it and I learned some stuff. There was an issue though. That was like the only course out there for that specific style of bootcamp. There were courses, you know, you want to be a personal trainer at the gym, you know, you want to be a weightlifter, you want to be a marathon runner. But, you know, for running an actual bootcamp, that style, that was the only course. So I was like, I still wanted to get better. So I would do a heap of other courses that were still related, but not as directly related. And then I would sort of spin it and use that on my niche. So let's just say, for example, I might do a course on you know, how to get better at sales. Okay, But that might be sales for everyone in the world. And then I'm like, all right, how can I take what I learned from that sales course and then implement it specifically to my business. Okay, cool. Now I've put together my own little system based on what was there. All right, cool. Let me go and do another, another course. Okay, now this course is going to be on how to use kettlebells. Okay, great. You know, done this course here. And this is great. Now I use how to use kettlebells, but half these exercises are only for people where if you're working in a gym and, you know, everyone's got their own kettlebell and they go from eight kilos to 48 kilos, how can I just take what's here? And use it in an outdoor boot camp setting where I might have three or four kettlebells of the same weight and 20 people. How can I do it from that? And long story short, I got really, really good at running a boot camp. 12 months later, I went back to the, the same convention where they did the rankings. Now, take a guess what I was ranked in. Finally, yeah, now you got to the now, first place. Now, number one, right? And what sort of happened from there? What other trainers would ask me because they sort of saw me go from the worst to best and like 20 clients to 120 clients and two locations. And they were kind of like, John, what are you doing? You know, how'd you do it? And I was like, well, it's this and this and this and this and all these different things. And I was like, hold on, I think there's a course in here. You know, I feel like I've, I've gone to all these other courses. I feel I can put something together that is better than anything else out there because nothing is specific for this type of people here. You know, it's like if you want to go and run a boot camp, there's nothing that's like here's step by step A to Z, how to run a very successful boot camp. You'd have to do what I did and attend a million different courses and then take it out and then and then make it to work for you. That's how the idea started there. And uh, did you actually create that course? Okay. So yes. So what happened there? That's another uh, story in its own. But in a nutshell, what happened there is Originally, I was thinking of doing like a workshop, like a face-to-face workshop. This is back in 2014. Online courses weren't a thing, right? But I was kind of like, I'm already working my, my butt off, you know, doing the, running the fitness boot, boot camp myself, you know? And I'm like, do I really want to give up my Sundays to work again? And then you know, what if I run this workshop and no one comes? Or what if I run this workshop and only one person comes? You know, they're going to run it for one person. And I was like, you know what? Let me look at this online thing. You know, maybe I can do this online thing. I didn't know what online was, but I knew that yeah, it was there. And I got a quote from someone for a website. They were like, yeah, we can do this. It's $15,000 or something. And I was like, oof, you know, it's too much of a risk that I want to spend at the moment. And I was scrolling through Facebook and I saw an ad for an ebook. And I was like, oh, yeah, an ebook. I might, let me, let me purchase this ebook. You know, let's see what this ebook thing is. Purchased an ebook. And I was like, because at the time I thought an e- to get, have an ebook, you had have, you have to be like a, publisher, you know, or like an author, you know, and you start, you had to, that sort of stuff. And I got this ebook and I was like, hold on, this is just a Microsoft Word document saved as a PDF. Now I'm a technological dunce, but I know how to create a Microsoft Word document and save it as a PDF. So did that, you know, created a Microsoft Word document. Awesome. 
a really, really good, solid course there, saved as a PDF. And I was like, okay, I've got this course, but it was a limitation. It looked just like a Microsoft Word document. <laughs> and I was like, I think I got to do a better job and make it look prettier. Now, me being a technological dunce, you know, I tried to make it look prettier and I made it look worse. You know, there were breaks and indents all over the place. And I was like, what am I going to do? So went to my old friend Google and realized there was a website called Fiverr, where back in those days, you could get anything you want done for, for $5. You know, I still remember some of the things. There was a, a gig on there where a guy said he'd slap himself on the face for five bucks. And I was like, what? Is this site even real? You know, but anyway, paid um, someone $5. They edited the document. They made it look better. It wasn't amazing. It was a $5 job on Fiverr, but they made it look better than what I could have. And it no longer just looked like a Microsoft Word document. It now looked like an ebook. And along that journey as well, I also discovered unlisted YouTube videos because I actually purchased the gig of the guy that was going to slap himself in the face for $5. And what he sent over to me was an unlisted YouTube. Like it was him slapping himself. It was awesome. He slapped himself hard. It was good. But it wasn't like a personalized video. It was just, he did it once, you know, put it up on YouTube as unlisted, you know, and then anyone that purchased his gig, he just sent it over to him, you know, had like a hundred or 200,000 views by the time I saw it. He made like a million bucks from slapping himself in the face once. But anyway, I learned then unlisted YouTube videos and I was like, okay, let me put a few of these videos together and let me insert these into the ebook as well. Now it's a good course because it's got all the info in the ebook. It looks nice. It's edited by someone that's good at that stuff. And it's got some videos in there as well that people um, can watch there. That was the first course. I think I sold it for about 200, 250 bucks Australian to start with. Yeah, that's how it, that's how it started. So you had your first product, but once you, you have that, you also need like, people to hear about it. So what did you do next? Yes. So I did a few different things. The easiest thing for me was getting it approved with that body fitness Australia. Because when you get it approved with Fitness Australia, it goes up on their website, right? And they've got 20,000 trainers there that go and check that website for courses and that sort of thing there. So even before I had a plan, I didn't even know how to sell it. I had this document, you know, I got it approved. It was on my computer. Uh, and I was like, I'll get it approved and then I'll come up with a plan. Got it approved and I was like, all right, on like Monday or something. And I was like, all right, you know, this week I'll, I'll think about a plan. And then I got a call that day. Someone's like, you know, hey, I, I see your course on this website. You know, how can I buy it? And I was like, oh, no, I don't even know how you can buy it. I was like, ah, look, I'm just in a meeting. Let me call you back. So I got their phone number and went on Google and I was like, how do you take payments? And, you know, or you could do it on PayPal. You know, I got a PayPal link, you know, emailed them over. Hey, you can buy this. Here you go. You know, here's, here's how you buy it there. That person purchased it and it was, was interesting there as well. That was where a bit of luck swung my way as well. Because in those days, the, the courses on that website were just listed alphabetically, right? If your course begins with A, you were the first one on there. And there were like five, 600 courses on this thing, you know? It's almost like a Udemy of, for personal trainers kind of thing. It's like, if you have a course on Udemy, good luck, you know, if someone actually buys it, right? But my course was called Four Steps to a Successful Bootcamp. Because I had the number four, it was the first one there, right? So... So with, you know, Udemy now, they rank it by most popular, I think, or whatever it is, you know. So if you've got a new course, you're gone. You're, you're number 100 on there or, or something, right? But because this was alphabetical, your mind ranked number one. And because of that, I would get not a lot. I'd get like one or two sales a month kind of thing, right? But it was enough for me to be like, okay, I'm onto something here. 
I'm doing absolutely nothing and people are, are inquiring and buying it. And the other key, key thing was the feedback. Because the first couple ones I sold, I was scared of the feedback because I was like, man, are these people going to email me back and be like, you just sold me a Microsoft Word document. Give me a refund, you know? Or were they going to be like, I already knew this stuff, you know, give me a refund. I, I didn't know because I, I w- was only working in, the, on, in the, the face-to-face world at that stage, right? I only really interacted with people in my area. I didn't know what people on the other side of Australia were doing. They, or the, even the other side of Sydney, I don't know what they were doing. So, but I got feedback and it was really, really good. And I was like, okay, you know, I'm on to something here. And then I just did some really basic sort of stuff, right? I just created a Facebook group because I already knew a lot of fitness trainers, well, not a lot, but I knew a few fitness trainers anyway, because just from working in the industry, it's like I'd been working in the industry five years. Like anyone, I don't care what your job is. If you're a magician, if you're a real estate agent, if you're a chiropractor, you're going to have some friends in that space. You know, you studied with them, you worked with them, you used to work with them, you met them at a networking event, you know, whatever it may be. So I started a Facebook group and just invited all my kind of friends into that Facebook group there. And I would do the odd promotion in that Facebook group as well. And I would also just collect an, e- I'd have an email list as well, basically from anyone that inquired, even if they didn't, if they bought, great, they're on the email list. If they didn't buy, okay, great. You know, they also go on the, the email list as well, right? And then from there, it was like, all right, that's, I guess, the, the start point of it there, those two things there. The next kind of thing from there was then the, the email marketing. I didn't do a lot of it, but I just did kind of enough to see the result as well. It was just, I can't remember what I, I think it was like once a month or something, I would just send one email out and be, to anyone that, that was on my list and hadn't bought. It was essentially like, hey, if you haven't bought, here's the course, register today and you get X amount of discount or whatever it is. And then I make a couple sales like that as well. And then from there, I was like, all right, I can see all the pieces if there's just a way I can put it together, it's like if, if people do the course, they like it. If I can get in front of people, they'll buy the course. And if I can get some of these emails, I can send this email and I can, I can do it that way there. How can I just essentially build my following? So that was the start point of it there. And uh, nowadays, you have a lot of ways to build up your following. Uh, you have a podcast, you have you know, your website, you have um, your Facebook group. What's like, would you consider the one tool that is, that has brought you the most success in your business? Ooh, it's tough to answer. I know the stats exactly. In terms of like revenue, it's split dead even with my email list and my website. So give or take, there's about $15,000, $15,000, $20,000 that'll come in every month just from my website just from people that have gone to the website via SEO and Google ads and just gone on there and purchased the course. And then similar with my email list as well. You know, from sending out regular emails every month, there's about $15,000, $20,000 a month that comes through just from that. But in saying that, I've obviously had to do things to build that email list, right? That email list is 15,000 people. I didn't just click my fingers and, and do that. You know, there's been obviously a lot of things to build it. But right now, it's, it's those two things there that generate me the, the most revenue. I guess the next question would be like, how do people, like what is the number one way for you to get people on your email list? Ooh, another good question because every trick in the book, to be honest, but the best one for me is actually Facebook, well, t- is two of them. No, I'll, I'll just, sim- I'll simplify it and say Facebook ads. 
because the system I use for Facebook ads for that business anyway is, I'll simplify it again. I put about $500 a week on a Facebook ad, right? Promoting my course, which costs $500. Now I know the stats. If I put $500 on that Facebook ad, I'll get about 25 inquiries, right? Now I know of those 25, about 10% of them will sign up. Let's call it two to keep it simple, right? So I know if I put $500 on Facebook ads, I'm going to make $1,000 back. So it's a $500 profit, which is okay. But the better part is I'm getting those 25 leads for free. And then it's just like, you know, and obviously I can scale up and down and that sort of thing as well. But just with that there, it's just a constant flow. I'm essentially getting paid 500 bucks a week to get 25 extra people into my database. And that's happening week after week after week after week. I'm obviously doing other stuff as well. You know, my Facebook group, my podcast, organic social, the website partnerships. It's a whole other heap of stuff going on as well. But I guess my one that grows consistently without me doing anything is Facebook ads. And are you using it with like a Legion campaign or with a, a conversion campaign? Like what type of campaign do you run? Yep. So lead gen campaign. And the funnel is essentially lead gen campaign. So someone, lead gen campaign on Facebook, I found that's the best way to generate leads. Someone opts in, they'll get a phone call from one of my team and they'll also get some follow-up emails as well. So it's a simplified version. They opt in, they get three phone calls and three emails selling them to that thing they opted in directly. If they don't purchase that thing in that period there, they go into the main email list and they get my regular email marketing. Basically, they signed up through Facebook on through the Legion form to get on the call with you because they wanted to learn more about the course. Yeah, exactly. So the, the Facebook ad is essentially, hey, you know, are you running a you're a personal trainer? You're running a boot camp, you want to get better at running your boot camp and also get your your CEC points as well. We've got this course here, it covers bang, 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 bang. And it's currently on special. If you're interested, enter your details below and we'll send you over the info, right? So yeah. it's, not, it's not a free thing they're opting in for to build the list. Like they're opting in directly for that, that course there. Did you add any additional uh, products at some point, like group coaching or coaching oh. or, or anything else? Yeah. So we now have 40 different online courses. So that was just the first one, that bootcamp one. And then the model was really good. So it's like, let's put another one, another one, another one, another one, another one, another one, another one. Of those 40, half of them don't sell, I'll be honest, but there's at least 20 ones that sell. And of those 20, maybe 10 that sell really, really well. So that's fine because it's just, it's like a 12-week cycle kind of thing. It's like this week, this course is on special. And this one, this one, this one, this one, this one. At the end of the 12 weeks, repeat that process again, back to course number one. We do also do some group coaching as well. We focus more on the online course side of things just because it's, for lack of a better term, it's easier. It's kind of like there's no work to be done. You know, if you've already got the list, like, like in our situation, we've got the list. It's like, okay, and you know, the traffic, it's essentially like, great, you know, we'll just make these sales and then every sale is zero work. So we do do coaching, but that's more like a side, side sort of thing. These days, like, do you also have clients coming to your business from outside of Australia? Not really, to be honest. For that business, very few. Like, we we do. Like, and when I say Australia, it's it's mainly Australia and New Zealand. It's pretty similar, but the New Zealand market is so small that it doesn't really do it. 
We do a little bit of work in the US as well, but very minimal. I think it's a couple thousand dollars a month from US. And the reason for that, there's a couple of reasons, and this, this might come down to micro-niching as well. Not only am I just focusing on fitness trainers, but I'm focusing mainly on boot camp fitness trainers. Not only that, but just Australian boot camp based trainers. Because there are, even though like fitness is fitness, and even the business of fitness is similar all around the world, but there are some subtle differences. And because I'm targeting just Australia, to be honest, it's more just the price point. Like I know the price points over here that are just no brainers. Or if a personal trainer is like, okay, I'm getting that for that price there shut up and take my money. It's a bit different in the US because there's more competition over there. You know, there's some heavier hitters over there. And there's also a bit of a a lack of, in Australia anyway, there's usually a bit more trust if you're working with an Australian person because it's kind of like, ah, this American person, they can run off with my money and what am I going to do? You know, at least it's it's Jono down the road. If he runs off with my money, I'll go and punch him in the head. You know, there's a bit of, um, yeah. So I do get some, like, it's literally like 99 you know, 90 plus percent Australian and then less than Australian, New Zealand, and then less than 10% American. What's your next step for growing your business? Yes. So that business there, the step is to be 100% hands-off, which I pretty much am. So that business there, I basically do absolutely nothing. Right? I've got a team that, that runs it there and I just check in a couple of times a week, make sure everyone is okay. So what I've done now is start a new business, the Course Creator Community, which is where I essentially help people do similar. Because I was like, here I was running fitness education online, really good business, doing about a million dollars a year in revenue. But that business was kind of helping uh, fitness professionals to make $100,000 a year. And there's a couple of things there. I I felt I was selling myself short. It's like, man, I've got this skill that can make me a million dollars a year online. But I'm just teaching people this very small part on how to do the fitness business side of things. So that's where I created the course creator community. This has been really inspiring because like kind of a textbook example of how you take a very specific niche problem, only Australian fitness professionals, only online education and only boot camps. You can't go more niche than that. And, and even just an ebook, like an online course of an ebook and, and an unlisted uh, video, because really what matters most is like, is the, do you have a solution? Why right? did you actually yeah. solve problems? Did you provide value yeah. for people? And you did. You, you that, knew. That's what I was to... shocked with. Well, that's what I was kind of shocked. Cause that's the thing. Like it was literally an ebook, but the feedback was great. The feedback was like, this is awesome. Such good ideas. This is exactly what I needed. Didn't really, the production meant zero. Yeah, all that matters. It it wasn't the logo. It wasn't the, yeah. the, the the website. It was just the fact that you took all those online courses and distilled them to what people actually need. They didn't need to learn how to do everything. They needed to know how mm-hmm. to learn how to do those boot camps, and you yeah. provided that. And late now nowadays, like you grew into a very oiled machine with forty online courses and selling them through emails and through your website organically and and making money from like Facebook pays you money basically for growing an email list constantly and growing. It's just, it's beautiful. It's a textbook example. And I can see how just looking into your model and 
getting uh, inspired by the details because there's a lot of details in every single mm. piece of, oh, of, yeah. of what you do. You need to yeah. to understand everything that you do well, like be good in, in that Facebook group and create it, yep. you know, an engaged community and be good at uh, your SEO. And, yeah. Right, right, oh. right. You now have this community where you share a lot of wisdom and ideas and I'm part of that community myself and I'm impressed. So tell people where can they learn more about both of your businesses? Yes. So my fitness education online business, just type fitness education online in any social media platform. It'll, it'll come up there. Same with the course creator community. Just type course creator community. That's what we are on all, all platforms. I'm mainly a Facebook group guy. So you can find us on, on any platforms. But the, where we're most active is, is if you join our Facebook group, the course creator community Facebook group. And I think that if you're into any type of business, not just course creation, then just uh, following this community and learning more about how uh, they grow and how they very engaging. That's a topic for another interview, maybe one day about like how you manage to leverage Facebook groups. I want to thank you, Jonah, for taking this time. I know you're a busy guy, but taking the time of sharing with us how niching down so specifically to such a narrow part of uh, your audience and solving a problem well uh, helped you create a seven-figure business and nowadays even expanding into additional business. Thank you so much, Ono. Thank you. And thank you everyone for listening for another episode of the Micro Niche Mastery Podcast. This show was brought to you by dailycookie.co where you can finally feel supported. Daily email love, now delegatable. Visit dailycookie.co for a collection of free resources on how to use copywriting and daily emails to grow your micro-niche business today.